0: One, two, three, four. Monster Movie.
1: Fun Time
0: Go! Monster Movie. Fun Time Go! Monster Movie. Fun Time Go! Monster Monster Movie. movie. Fun Time Go! With Precious D and Honey Bee. Fun
1: Time Go!
0: Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, friends and neighbors, welcome to Monster Movie fun time, Go. I am one of your hosts, Precious D. And
1: I'm the other one of your hosts, Honey Bee.
0: Honey Bee and I are two best friends who are making our way through the history of kaiju movies. We started in 1933 with King Kong, and today we are up to 2002 with Godzilla against Damn. Mechagodzilla, the... Japanese title is Gojira Tai Mecha Gojira, which is exactly the same in Japanese as Godzilla versus Mecha Godzilla. I don't know why in English they're calling it against Mecha Godzilla. Maybe just to distinguish it from the other film, but it also seems like a title put together by someone that doesn't speak English or it's not their first language. Mm -hmm. Because, you know, that's not how a native English speaker would naturally say that. Uh, it's, as I said, from 2002. It is 88 minutes. The budget was 1 billion yen. And then in parentheses, this is 8.5 million. Oh, they, okay. 8.5 million dollars. And the box office was 1.9 billion. So, let's... That's not a huge profit, but I guess it's enough to make it worth doing.
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> Honeybee, what are your first thoughts on Godzilla against the Mechagodzilla?
1: Oh, man. I. This movie is. I think in this film, the way that Godzilla moves is probably my favorite that we've seen so far. Um, His movement in this movie, it just seems it just feels really different from the movies that we've seen previously in the way his head moves kind of differently. He has kind of like a noodly neck a little bit where he can move like side to side in a different way when he roars. The way he, like, throws himself back is so good. The speed of his walk, it just seems different in this movie for some reason. Mm. It kind of feels like they slowed him down a bit, okay. which really kind of makes him feel bigger, if you know what I mean.
0: Yeah.
1: Um, It kind of reminded me of, like, any time you see in a cartoon or something where there's like a bug looking up at a human and the humans like walking and it's like slow motion, you know, yeah. cause it's so big. It kind of reminded me of that in a sense, but on a different scale, just like, I, th- I feel like they slowed him down a little bit just to make him seem bigger. And it really worked mm-hmm. for me. Um, I feel like in this movie, he kind of has round face, like round baby cheeks, which reminds me of Godzilla minus one. They kind of round his face out a little bit. I think the reason why they do it in this movie is to make the Mecca more sharp and square and robotic. But I really there is something that I love about the rounder face Godzilla. It just looks adorable to me. It's so cute. It's like baby face Godzilla. <laughs> Um I think if I did have a complaint about this movie which I don't but if I did it would be he kind of has those baby doll eyes <laughs> where they're just kind of dead, you know. Uh-huh. But yeah, I really love the design of Godzilla in this movie. I love the movement so much. Um mm. I will say well, we'll talk about it when we get there, but there is a moment in the people shit that I really just did not like at all. <laughs> okay. And um it really bothered me and kind of just uh, I guess okay, I guess if I did have another complaint, which I don't, that would be another one, but we'll get to it. Um but yeah, I mean, I really loved uh just the Godzilla in this movie. The Godzillas, I should say. So badass. Very cool. The mecha is super cool. There's some things I don't quite understand and I think that's just like because of movie magic and science. But um yeah, I really, really, really enjoyed this movie. What about you?
0: Yeah, um, I like it a lot. I think it's interesting you talk about his movement. I don't think I noticed it that much, but it's the same guy who's been doing it through the Millennium series sutomo kitagawa so maybe he was just making some new choices in this movie i don't don't know i want to say it's something to do with the suit
1: yeah i want to say it's something to do with the suit because it's specifically kind of in his head neck area it just seems that he has more of a like range of motion in this movie with with the neck and the way that he moves his head is kind of like um I don't know. It's like like snake like, where he kind of like sways back and forth, but his shoulders stay in the same place. You know, like his neck kind of moves a little bit more. Uh-huh. Um, yeah, it was. I, I really think it's a suit thing, but it was it was fantastic. The movement is fantastic in this movie.
0: Right. Well, I always like to see Mechagodzilla. It's one of my favorites. I just like the way they usually look. And uh, this is a yeah. It's a good design. I like. Kiru, as they call him in this movie. Uh-huh. Let's uh, mention our cast here. Yumiko Shaku as JXSDF Lieutenant Akane Yashiro, the main human protagonist, and we saw her at G-Fest last year. Woo! She was like the big guest that you had to get a ticket to stand in line for. The ticket was free, but you know, there was a limited amount of signing she was going to be doing. And she was there to help promote uh, EK boys. And uh, But she had a big replica of Kiru behind her that you <laughs> could pose with. With her on one side and yourself on the other side. So
1: she was, was a doll.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, she's a little overwhelmed by the whole thing. She didn't realize how how big it all is here. She wasn't, I don't think she was expecting something quite so large and enthusiastic. She was pleasantly surprised by that. Hopefully she'll come back again. Uh, Anyway, moving on. Shin Takuma as Tokumitsu Yuhara. Kana Onadera as Sarah Yuhara. Kuo... Takasugi as Colonel Togashi, Akira Nako as Prime Minister Hayato Iragashi, Yusuke Tomoe as Second Lieutenant Susumo Hayama, Junichi Mizuno as First Lieutenant Kenji Sakine, Kumi Mizuno as Prime Minister Machiko Tsuge, uh, that's right, we had, we, there are two prime ministers. There's an election or something, so there's two prime ministers in the movie. Y- uh, Yoshikazu Kanu as Hishinuma, Takeo Nakahara as Chief Ichiyanagi, Koichi Ueda as Dobashi, Midori Hageo as Keori Yamada, Akira Shirai as Shinji Akamatsu, Namasa Rokodaira as Goru Kano, Shinji Morisu as First Lieutenant, Hideki Gojira Matsu as, uh, Matsui as himself, <laughs> Tatsomu Kitagawa as Godzilla Hirofumi. Shigaki as Kiru, Katsu Nakamura as Nishizawa. Let's just talk about uh, Hideki Matsui for a moment. He is a baseball player who played in Japan and played for the New York Yankees, and his nickname was Gojira or Godzilla. So he has a cameo in the movie. There's a, a moment when we see a guy just practicing with his baseball bat inside when there's a power outage. So, um... That's what that was about.
1: <laughs> Very cute.
0: So there is our cast. Let's take a look at this plot. Oh, oh, let's see what else. I want to say that uh, Kiru is derived from Kikari Rayu, the Japanese word for machine dragon.
1: Oh, so that's, they
0: don't. I I think they might call it Mechagodzilla a few times in the movie, but they call it Kiru most of the time.
1: Yeah, at one point they call him Biomechanical Godzilla, and I was like, oh, (laughs) that's right, because they use that's his government name,
0: (laughs) they use biological components, (laughs) which turns out to be a mistake. Uh, and this is the exception in the Millennium series, in that uh, the next movie, Godzilla Tokyo SOS, is a direct sequel to it, the rest of them are all standalone, and this one. Starts as a standalone, but they leave it open at the end and then they follow it up with a direct sequel the next year.
1: Does it say um who did the music?
0: Yes, let's see. The director is Masaki Tezuka, written by Wataru Memura, and music by Michiru Oshima. Let's if he's done anything else we've seen he did godzilla versus mechagiris and he will do godzilla tokyo sos nice and he's done a bunch of stuff but none of it is none of the rest of it is things that we've seen
1: i did love the music in this movie um even like right out the gate you know when we first kind of step into this movie and we get Godzilla super early on. Every Everything about this intro is so good, but the drum line to introduce Godzilla. Oh, and when he's kind of first stomping through this like foresty town with just this epic drum is just so good. It really sets the tone for the whole movie. And I loved the music throughout the entire movie. Um, It's one of those movies where the music really tells you how you're supposed to feel, but it's not in a campy way. It's in a very, like... Uh I almost want to say like a hopeful way, I guess, is kind of how it makes you feel like when is first coming out of the water, that big wave that introduces him, you know, you, you see the reporter and you see the wave kind of first and that drum yes. starts and it's just so epic. Something about those drums and no other instrument, eventually instruments, other instruments come in, but just that epic drum line in the beginning just really set the tone for the entire film. And it was so good. It was so good. I loved the music.
0: Yeah, I really like that opening. The there's a uh there's a storm going on and some poor schmuck reporter and his crew are out there in the storm. <laughs> and then Godzilla <laughs> rises up behind them.
1: Oh, it is uh. it is good.
0: All right, let's jump into the plot from Wikipedia. Thank you Wikipedia. In 1999, 45 years after the original Godzilla's attack, a Mazer Cannon Technician, Lieutenant Akane Yashiro, is unable to kill a new member of Godzilla's species during her first fight with it, leading to her commanding officer and some of her fellow soldiers being killed by the monster. But Ugh. don't they find out that he was Mazer-resistant?
1: Yeah, they kind of do this whole... Th- this is kind of like really jumping ahead and skipping like a lot of the intro... Especially like when he, when Godzilla steps on that car, I'm so glad we got to see that over and over and over again through the movie because it was so epic. <laughs> like him smushing that car and killing the everybody, I guess. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah.
1: It, it's so, his first tail slap, all of the things in the beginning, the, the, just the beginning of this movie is just so epic. And it's, it's just such a great, such a strong start for this movie and we, and I, we love a woman leader, you know?
0: Yeah. Uh, I wanted to mention masers because we see them all the time in these Godzilla movies, but we haven't talked about it. It's like a laser, but with microwaves, lasers are light amplification by stimulated emission of radiation. And masers are microwave amplification by stimulated emission of radiation.
1: Is your so, biomechanical uh, Godzilla out of battery? Just pop them in the microwave.
0: <laughs> <laughs> so she's uh controlling one of those big dish masers that we've seen in a whole bunch of these movies and even though they kind of blame her well they try not to blame her but some people blame her
1: there's always that asshole you know the, yeah, <laughs>
0: for not pulling the trigger but i think it, they demonstrate pretty definitively that Godzilla's immune to masers so it wouldn't have done any good if she pulled the trigger yeah i think long. the
1: reason why this guy is such a big asshole is because his brother was one of the people who died that was like on yeah. her team yeah. or whatever it's called yeah. when you're a group like that squad squad battalion, battalion. yeah i don't know
0: so yeah but so basically she freezes up and but she uh, somebody uh, i thought it was her somebody has already shot him once with this thing it didn't do any good uh Anyway, as a result, Akane is demoted while scientists including single father Tokumitsu Yuhara are gathered to build a biomechanical robot from the original Godzilla's skeleton. Did okay. They, they show some flashbacks. Did, we, did they use uh, original footage? I don't remember. I feel
1: like I, I feel they... like they did. I feel like it was original okay. footage. Yeah. Um, but we we got to talk On about the... the the this whole scene with the flashbacks and they're like Godzilla yeah. put a curse on Japan and now, ever since then, these giant monsters keep yes. attacking, and then we kinda like get these flashbacks of who the monsters that are attacking is. Yeah. And it's like baby Mothra, and then <laughs> the um the guy Yeah, Frankenstein, but they call him Bigfoot Gyra.
0: <laughs> yeah. I'm like,
1: these are the monsters we decided to keep in the, like, yeah. there's no continuity, but we picked two monsters and these are the monsters. I mean, yay right. baby Mothra, but it was just so random.
0: Yeah. So Godzilla himself is not attacked in 45 years, but other monsters have, including those mentioned. But I think there's an implication that there may have been more. So yeah, oh, they okay. use some footage from those original films as well. Well, just their attitude is like, this is constantly happening. Yeah. But they give us two specific examples. Uh, which I'm not sure if that's a good idea because the effects we're about to see are, you know, modern 2002 effects and they're showing us clips from movies from the 60s.
1: I kind of love that. Okay. Yeah, I really uh, love I just, that. Yeah,
0: I, I also would not have gone with Frankenstein's <laughs> hairy Japanese giant Frankenstein, not the Frankenstein we're most familiar with. Uh, folks, if you haven't, if you're not familiar, this is a creature from Frankenstein conquers the world and war of the gargantuas who guess it- does look a little more like a Bigfoot foot than
1: a Frankenstein.
0: <laughs> Uh anyway, uh in time the cyborg Godzilla named Kiru is finished and inducted into the Japanese Self Defense Forces along with its human pilots, the Kiru squadron with Akane as the primary pilot.
1: Oh wait, we got to talk about this Godzilla skeleton. That's just like still yeah. to piece together like a T-Rex at a museum but underwater.
0: <laughs> yeah.
1: How are yeah, his bones just staying together like that
0: yeah none of the ligaments or cartilage disintegrated (laughs) yeah he's just
1: he just looks like he's it literally looks like he's a like you know the t-rex the big t-rex that you see in a dinosaur museum yeah but godzilla
0: (laughs) yeah but they decide that uh bones that have already been subjected to the trauma of an oxygen destroyer are what they should use as the basis for building (laughs) this Robot Godzilla.
1: Oh, my gosh.
0: Uh, and and conveniently, Godzilla does not attack again in the intervening four years until they're ready with their robot.
1: Thank goodness. Uh, oh, and when they go and get the guy, I, this cracked me up so much. They're like they go to get the um, scientist of sorts. I don't know uh-huh. what bio the biologist. Maybe he's a,
0: he's a robot. I think he's a roboticist.
1: Okay, the roboticist, thank you. Um, when they go get him and he opens the door and they're like, relax, we're the government. I'm like, that is the most not relaxing <laughs> sentence I have ever heard in my life.
0: <laughs> he has built a robot, a well, a biomechanical uh, trilobite using part of a crab and a metal skeleton and various stuff. Just cuz? Because he feels like he should preserve these long extinct life forms by just cobbling <laughs> together something that looks like it? Science! <laughs> That's some Jurassic Park bullshit here, man.
1: The trilobite kind of like growls too at one point and I was like, oh yeah. a little baby growl. <laughs> <laughs>
0: uh, however, memories of Akane's actions during the original fight still linger as one of her squadron mates, Second Lieutenant... Susumu Hayama holds her responsible for the death of his brother. Four, y- <laughs> Four years later, Kira is unveiled in a global presentation where its remote systems, use of command aircraft, and absolute zero cannon are shown.
1: Damn. That's all I got to say about the absolute zeroed.
0: Yeah. Woo-wee. Simultaneously, got... <laughs> Simultaneously, Godzilla returns, and Kiro is launched into battle. In the midst of this, however, Godzilla's roar causes Kiro to experience memories of the original Godzilla's death and destroy the city while Godzilla retreats. Because, as we all know, memories are housed in the skeleton, (laughs) not in the brain
1: oh well maybe it's like a dna thing you know um
0: it's some it's like a general it gen-
1: <laughs> it's, it's a generational trauma type yeah. situation
0: <laughs> some fucking nonsense is what it is.
1: <laughs> we also have to talk about sarah our little panchita sort of yeah um
0: i mean she's I our kid protagonist but she doesn't get in any yeah in trouble she, just she, she doesn't herself. get
1: into any mischief but she does have like a very important role in the movie as far as you know i mean as far as everything Isn't, but especially the like end
0: you can do it stuff
1: yeah yeah exactly
0: and her pet and best friend and mother plants <laughs> it's a plant it's a pot full of grass
1: it's a special pot full of grass. Not that kind of special, <laughs> but it is. <laughs>
0: mm-hmm. uh, did her mother give it to her? What was it? I don't remember. It Had something to do with her mother. I think yeah, there was some so... Violante shit going on. Her mother's spirit yeah, was <laughs> young, potted plant. Yeah.
1: yeah. Well, her mom, it, her dad ends up telling the story later. But which this is the, that that part of the movie is what is where I got kind of frustrated with the people shit. <laughs> um but basically her mom this ugh, this whole situation her mom died during childbirth giving birth to her little sibling but they both end up dying and he's like telling her this story and then he says so now she just has this thing about life like anything that's alive and I'm like uh-huh. so everything
0: <laughs> like, <laughs> Oh I don't I don't think I caught that she didn't that she did uh died in the birth of a second child I yes
1: yeah. sarah was four she was having a baby they asked the dad who do you want us to save oh, right. the wife or the yeah, baby yeah. he says the wife but sarah's like i want them both to live and then they both died
0: right way to go sarah yeah <laughs> i don't know if the doctors took the kids wishes into account they probably no i don't think so to save the mother. they probably tried to save the mother
1: but the problem uh. is is that you know, he tells her this entire story, and then she just like walks up to the kid and she basically says, Psh, grow up, kid. Your mom's dead. Yeah. Anyway, me, 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 Put me. Put that me. plan away.
0: <laughs> yeah. Put that plan away. Get over it.
1: She just You're trauma dumps. <laughs> she just trauma dumps on Sarah, and then poor little traumatized Sarah's like, oh, thanks for trauma dumping on me. Let me fix you because mommy issues. And this whole encounter just kind of made me sick to my stomach. I'm like, what is happening here? Anyways. Uh,
0: Yes, the horrified Kiru squadron is powerless to stop the rampaging cyborg until it runs out of energy and is brought back to headquarters for repairs. Because that's what you want to do rather than just shutting down this nonsense program. You just want to do some repairs they
1: they do try they 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 kind of talk about it but there's always that one guy who's like do it blame me do it blame me the whole movie (laughs) um but i will say the moment where mecca is kind of like he's just god godzilla has escaped he's walking through the city there's this amazing like sunset happening and he kind of just has this moment of like i am a human, or not human, but like, I am a being, I feel things, memories, <laughs> ah, and the sunset, and it's just so good. It looks so good.
0: <laughs> uh, meanwhile, Akane deals with Hayama's attempts to make her leave, and tokomitsu's attempts to get to know her, despite her desiring solitude. Though she begins to develop a bond with Tokumitsu's young daughter Sarah Uh, there's a whole thing about he doesn't want to join the program because of his daughter and the daughter says why don't we just do like the baseball players do where they bring their kids into the dugout Mm -hmm. which I guess is a thing in Japan (laughs) so when the government guys come to him a second time and uh they tell him the same thing they're like why don't you just bring your daughter to work you know like the baseball players do
1: <laughs> yeah that's so and cute. then there's
0: a fun scene with the, the kids from her new school one of them's trying to give her shit and uh, they're walking past the military base and she stops and she's like well this is where I live bye and they're all kind of like what <laughs> <laughs> and then she goes up and salutes the soldier and he, she's like, I'm home! And he salutes her back and is like, welcome home. And so this, cute. I think impresses all of the the other kids. Let's see. Um, as Godzilla mounts another attack, the repaired Kiru is deployed and confronts Godzilla once more. Kiru gains the upper hand, but as it prepares the absolute zero cannon, Godzilla fires its atomic breath, knocking the cyborg away and diverting the blast. And <laughs> destroys a couple of buildings.
1: Uh yeah. And like when we, destroyed is kind of an understatement. It's like disintegrate.
0: <laughs> yeah, they they freeze completely and then just fall apart.
1: It is insane. They disappear
0: really. Also disabled... bef- wait,
1: before this happens though, um when the government and everybody kind of gets Kiru back when he like dies after his hour left charge or whatever. Um, Sarah kind of has this moment where she has her little plant and she's explaining why humans suck and kaiju rule. And um, <laughs> that's when we get, kind of get the whole um, story about childbirth, died, sounds important, things, 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 things. Um, and then we get that moment of just pure, grow up, Sarah, your mom's dead, move <laughs> on, cool story, me, me, me. I'm going to go fight godzilla i always want to be alone no one's gonna care when i die moment and then yeah (laughs) and then godzilla got back to godzilla roar roar missile missile oh in this moment though when they shoot godzilla with the missiles when he first comes back he's walking through the city and it kind of zooms into just his head and his neck and like there's all this red smoke surrounding him and he's kind of galagaing the planes like zap, 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 zapping them out of the sky and there's this moment where a plane kind of falls and it's on fire and it falls in front of him and it is just so fucking hardcore. Just him <laughs> with that angry face just walking through all that red smoke and like a plane just slowly falling on fire. Ugh! It was Chef's kiss. It was so good, so epic.
0: Uh, with the uh, Kiro disabled and the remote piloting system taken offline, Akane orders Hayama to land his command craft so that she can use Kiro's internal backup cockpit. And it was not until this moment that I realized she was controlling him remotely.
1: Yeah, I thought she
0: was. I thought she was inside of him the whole time. Mm-hmm. but she's been controlling him from one of the airplanes uh, which makes more sense really there's no need to be to be inside of that thing uh, before she leaves Hayama wishes her luck forgiving her piloting Kiru directly Akane closes in on Godzilla it takes her a while to get in there one of the hatches won't open she's got to go she has to use a little Batman grappling gun ...to get up to the other hatch. Uh, Let's see. Piloting Kira directly, Akane closes in on Godzilla, hoping to use the absolute zero cannon at point-blank range. The two monsters collide, and Akane uses Kira's thrusters to propel them out to sea before firing. In the aftermath, a wounded Godzilla retreats once more, while Kira is heavily damaged. With the Kira squadron successful in repelling Godzilla, Kira is taken back to base for repairs. And before that, she poses very dramatically on the shoulder.
1: Oh, it's so good,
0: Mecha Godzilla.
1: Yeah, I was super concerned with it the, when they like go into the ocean and then she fires the Absolute Zero, and I'm like, Oh my God, did they just Absolute Zero the ocean? Like, what is yeah. gonna happen? But then all of a sudden, it, they're just basically in ice. I guess it just. They're in the ice, but they don't actually get destroyed. So thank God for that, I suppose. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, and then there's this Uh, point right after that where this guy's like, we sacrificed a lot to get here. And I'm like, oh, yeah, remember those fucking buildings you evaporated? Like, I hope um, everyone was out of those. Mr. We sacrificed a lot to get here.
0: So uh, absolute zero is the temperature at which there is no or almost no uh, molecular uh, atomic movement. There's n- everything is, it's so cold that everything is stopped completely. And I'm not sure if we're, if we know for certain that this exists anywhere in the universe. I'm not certain about that, but there's, there's no, cause even when you're not moving, you know, your, your atoms and your cells and things are moving and the, the, and there's vibration happening and there's, uh, electrons moving around in the in the in the atoms and stuff and at absolute zero all of that stuff shuts down. So I don't know how you would begin to make a cannon that could do that. Um and I don't know how it, being shot by something like that you could begin to survive, but somehow Godzilla does even though those buildings were completely vaporized.
1: Because humans drool and kaiju rule.
0: Yes. In a post credit <laughs> scene, which are not that common in Japanese movies, uh, Akane agrees to have dinner with the Yuhara's and salutes Kiru. Uh, so they had had a bet earlier about he would take her to dinner if she succeeded or something. And she says, well, I didn't really succeed or didn't completely succeed. So I guess I'll have to take you to dinner. So I guess she is a little bit interested because she hadn't out there. She could have just said, oh, no, that's OK. I, I didn't beat it. So you don't have to take me. And uh, yes, we get saluting things that don't care about your salute again. She <laughs> also thinks movie.
1: <laughs> she also thinks Sarah for, you know, being her cheerleader, I guess.
0: Yeah. There was some, there was, they seemed to be communicating telepathically or something at one point. When she was low, Sarah was giving her like, you can do it <laughs> from the sidelines. But, yeah. you know, miles away where she couldn't possibly hear her.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: So, uh, yeah, she kind of had a vision of Sarah at some point. Mm-hmm.
1: I think. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, Something else that I liked about this movie that was more in the beginning because it's about, like, the introduction of everybody. And I don't know if they did this um, because I watched the uh, dubbed version, unfortunately. But they introduce everybody in the movie kind of with, like, typed words under (laughs) them, you know? Uh Uh-huh. I really liked that. I really enjoyed how every time there was someone new, it would be like just that person and then some like Calvary, the Calvary is here type music. And then like that, like (laughs) typing and the like, um, words of who this person was like prime minister or lieutenant or whatever. I I loved Mm. that. I thought that was really nice. I don't know if they did that with, um, the Japanese symbols or if it was just because I watched the, dubbed version but I did quite enjoy that. Um I don't
0: know. I've got it on Blu-ray. I, I just watched it uh on my voodoo, but um I could I could check my Blu-ray. It's got both versions on it.
1: Nice. Um, yeah I can check it right now.
0: <laughs> <laughs> uh so there you go folks. Godzilla against Mecca Godzilla Honeybee, what are you gonna rate the movie?
1: Uh five stars for me for sure. Five stars all the way. Um I, I really do think it was like a cinematic masterpiece moment when she is standing on Mecca with her hand just on him, the pan around her. It's also another sunset moment. Um Godzilla is walking away into the ocean with that slow motion kind of walk and the yeah. stomps and the music is so good um we kind of pan out and just see how tiny she is standing on right. the huge godzilla shoulder it's it's pure fucking gold that moment and what <laughs> yeah. a way to end the movie it, the, there's so many points in this movie there was another one um there's one point where when they drop mecha in the second time and he's kind of against this like moon backdrop and there's all that red smoke so epic. There's another point where we see... I don't know if we're looking out of the point of view point of, view of like a jet, maybe? Or if it's just the camera sort of behind Mechagodzilla looking at Godzilla. And we kind of get the tiny toy town, but from this really tall behind angle, which was super, super sick. Um, there's so many moments in this movie that were just so badass in that kind of... The way it was filmed the way everything moves the music it was gold definitely five stars for me
0: <laughs> i did think at the end there when she's posing
1: oh, and he's it's... walking
0: away i was like <sighs> how does she know that he's not going to turn around and come back? <laughs> <laughs> or just turn around and give one more blast and just knock her off the
1: <laughs> just popcorn shoulder. her little ass <laughs> yeah yeah, it was so good. Oh, I fucking love this movie. It was so good. I,
0: I will also give it five stars.
1: It was fantastical.
0: I enjoyed it. I enjoyed yeah. it the first time I saw it. I enjoyed it again just now.
1: Yeah, I will say Sarah needs some therapy, baby. You need some therapy, baby. <laughs> but she does yeah. um, end up giving giving her plant up. And at the end... She's like, "Where's your plant?" And they kind of smile at each other like, "I'm a big kid now."
0: <laughs> oh man. All right, folks. If you enjoy our show, please rate and review us on all the things, whatever you're listening to this. If you want more content, you can join our Patreon at mm at uh, patreon.com. Slash MMFTG. You can find the links to all our other things at MMFTG.com. Next week's movie. Oh, I forgot to check if this one was streaming. Because there was. Oh, I think I I mentioned this last week. That there was a moment when a lot of these things seems seemed to have disappeared from Tubi and whatever. And then some of them came back. Let's see if, let me just look it up real quickly here.
1: Oh yeah, sorry. Um, Also, while you do that, I'm scrolling through my notes and I found another note that we kind of skipped over. Um, There's that moment where all the guys kind of pay their respects, you know, and they all like stand behind her because that guy has been an asshole this yeah. whole time because of her brother and stuff. And then they're like, hey, knock it off. And they all kind of stand behind her and give her respect. And I was like, fuck you, fuck you. <laughs>
0: Yeah, that was that was a, a a good moment. I I liked that too.
1: It was good. It Was so good.
0: Well, I'm not seeing it, but check Tubi and Pluto, and if it's not on one of those, you can rent and or buy it on all the other streaming things. Your Amazon Prime, your Vudu, all that kind of mm-hmm, Google, mm-hmm. whatnot. Next week's movie is Rain of Fire, which is really a dragon movie, but they're acting kind of kaiju-like, and we don't have that many films in this time period, so I included it. I think it was on the original list I downloaded from somewhere. But in general, we're not doing every movie with a dragon in it. Dragons are not necessarily kaiju. It kind of depends on the context
1: Dragon. gun we're doing this one Dragon, doing... not lizard i don't do that tongue thing <laughs> uh
0: let me just
1: that was for philip by the way <laughs> and gus okay. two of our okay. biggest fans <laughs>
0: uh i'm not sure where you can watch rain of fire but you can also definitely rent it and buy it on all the things excuse me For some reason, my I'm on my tablet right now.
1: Oh, okay. Not coming up? Google
0: on there. Do you want me to to try? uh, I'm just saying that Google presents a little differently on the tablet and is not showing me.
1: Nope, it looks like you got to rent it. You can rent it on YouTube, Google Play, Apple, Vudu, or Amazon Prime, but it is not streaming anywhere for free. Oh, wait. Okay. Mm, what is this? Is it on Disney Plus? Nope. <laughs> Apple TV, okay. Prime, um, Voodoo Roku. I mean Roku. My Goog- bad.
0: <laughs> Google does claim that Godzilla against Mechagodzilla is currently on Pluto. Sick. So
1: watch it. It's so fucking go. worth it. It's so worth it. It's epic. It's glorious. Godzilla has round, fat, little baby cheeks. it's the cutest thing i've ever seen
0: (laughs) that's gonna do it for today uh until next time i have been precious d
1: and i've been honey Bee.
0: remember to keep calm and take shelter in basements
1: and please don't misuse science
0: we won't see you but you will hear us next time on monster movie fun time go You've been listening to Monster Movie Fun Time Go. If you enjoyed the show, please rate and review us on your podcasting platform of choice. Our theme song is by the Texicano Folk Rock Punk featuring Lita Lopez. You can support the show, find links to our social media, and even leave us a voice message at anchor.fm/slash (laughs) MMFTG.